And I'm joined now by RNZ business reporter Kim Moody. And Kim, a bumper profit for Genesis Energy. Kia ora Charlotte. Brimming Hydrolakes have helped power company Genesis Energy post a supercharged first half profit. Profit was $145 million from nearly $85 million the year before. As costs fell more than revenue, largely because reduced use of Huntley cut its coal and gas bill. Genesis is pushing ahead with solar, wind and experimenting with biomass generation to cut its reliance on thermal. But the company will spend $75 million over the next couple of years to extend the life of the coupe, which Acting Chief Executive Tracy Hickman says is sensible and necessary. We're conscious that, you know, investing in gas uh, will not sit comfortably with some people, and we have not made that decision lightly. But we're also very conscious that gas is a really important fuel through the transition. It provides important backup. um, And we saw two years ago that when there are constraints Um, in gas and the availability of gas, it can mean that you are more dependent on coal. And given the significant uh, reduction in uh, carbon emissions from gas, then it made sense for us to invest in coupe um, because it will mean that we are likely to burn less coal through the transition. Acting Chief Executive Tracy Hickman. Demand for commercial property is picking up with rents rising in the major centres, particularly for industrial property. Real estate firm JLL's latest commercial property report shows solid demand for industrial property, with South Auckland rents up 16% and similar demand in other major centres, including Christchurch. JLL NZ's Head of Research, Gavin Reid, says would-be tenants are looking outside of the prime central districts for suitable industrial space. Industrial land is definitely well sought after, particularly more so Auckland and Wellington, very scarce when you look at the main industrial precincts, and that's driven by the extremely low vacancies where demand is outstripping supply, even when we look at, um, say, the next two years of what we know is on the development pipeline. Gavin Reid says demand for retail space is also rising in Auckland's central business district, such as Queen Street, as workers return to offices and tourist numbers increase. Freed up immigration rules have helped boost the number of overseas applications for jobs. The latest Seek Employment report shows the number of ads rose 2% in January and the number of applications for each job rose 19% on December and they were almost double the year before. Seek Country Manager Rob Clark says there has been a noticeable increase in the number of job applications from places such as the Philippines. The changes to the government's immigration policies, um, particularly in in relation to specific classifications or industries, uh, we believe has led to an an influx in the number of overseas applications. And a really good example of that would be in the aged nursing care area, seeing a lot more applications from places like the Philippines. Rob Clark says there's been a significant rise in the number of hospitality and tourism job ads in January. Small businesses can now put their sustainability to the test and learn how to produce less waste and cut carbon emissions. The free docket survey that's been launched on the Sustainable Business Network's website helps business owners measure their effect on the environment and learn tips to improve. Network spokesperson Holly Norton says about 70% of a business's sustainability impact comes from its supply chain. 
all businesses need to be reducing the amount of carbon in their supply chain so we can reduce that overall impact on the amount of carbon in the atmosphere. Waste is massive. Pretty much everything we've bought over the past 50 years is disposable, has quite a short lifetime, ends up in landfills, polluting our environment, having this terrible impact on nature. So increasingly we're starting to see businesses prioritise products that are circular. You know, they have an end-of-life solution. Holly Norton says customers are more likely to back sustainability-minded businesses, so it's worth investing in. Let's head to the markets now. For the latest on the markets, we're joined by James Hunter of Jardin Securities. Kia ora, James. How's the local market looking? Uh, Kia ora, Charlotte. Um, Yeah, the New Zealand market is relatively flat today, although it is down slightly uh, 92 points to 11,813 um, top performers kind of bucking the trend at the moment. We've got Scales Group up to slightly three cents to three dollars thirty-eight. We've also got Hartland Group up one cent to dollar seventy-six, and Kiwi Property Group up um, point double oh five to point uh, nine three fifty. And, and the headline Australian number, if you could. Uh, headline Australian number. So the ASX is down 58 points to 7248. How's our dollar looking? Um, The New Zealand dollar down against most of our current trading partners today. Um, We've got the Aussie, we're currently trading at 0.9148. The Great British Pound, we are trading at 0.5156. The Euro, we're trading at 0.584. Uh, Japanese yen, um, 84.01, and the Chinese yuan, we're trading at 4.286. And that just leaves interest rates, oil and gold. So the three-month bank bill rate is currently at uh, 5.17, so it's up um, that 0.04. The uh, Brent spot rate currently 82.13. And gold currently trading at uh, $1,811.96, so that's about $1.15. Kia ora, James. That's James Hunter at Jardin Securities. And just enough time to tell you that transport software firm Erod expects to make a full-year underlying loss of between 3 and $6 million, which is a downgrade on an earlier guidance of a loss of $5 million and break-even. The company says the fall has been caused by a delay in the rollout of one of its products, as well as rising costs and one-time expenses. We'll bring you a wrap of the day's news and numbers around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Charlotte, that's business.